Welcome to Coffee with K-Pop on the 4 Eye Radio Network. Your hosts, Aaron Gallo and Marty Hogan. All right, well, I'm Aaron Gallo. No, you're not. And with me is Marty Hogan. That's a lie. And today we're going to be discussing the pilot episodes of Star Trek. Yes, well, the pilots were never my favorite shows. Well, no, they were... Just a jumping point. Yeah, an experiment in the show uh, to see if it will work. Yes. So what's your favorite... Um, I don't know. Well, I just rewatched all of them, and I actually thought they were all pretty good. Uh, when I first watched them when I was younger, I never liked them either. Uh, but I have a new appreciation for uh, Encounter at Farpoint. Uh, I would have to say that's my favorite. See, what you have to realize about me is I remember when... There was no next generation yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably do too, but less to a point. Um, but I remember when my uncle used to play the original series. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a fan of the original series originally. When I was younger, it was just... I think it was because of the type of video it was and how it was from the 1960s and that right. type of thing. But as I got older, I appreciate the pilots for the original series mm-hmm. more now. Right. Um, although there were two of them, which most shows don't get. Right. Yeah. Um, the the one the the first TOS, which was the cage, was the one with Captain Christopher Pike, right? Right. And the ship kind of looks more like the 1960s than it does when you get to the Kirk era. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because it looks yeah. more like it's futuristic, but it's not. It's mm-hmm. just a bunch of TVs. Right. I thought it looked more militaristic than uh, when it went into production. Which I normally like. Right. That's what I like. More, more, like Star Trek VI, mm-hmm. I liked it because it was more militaristic than the other movies. Right. Um, but in this case I didn't like the only thing I did like was the first scene where they did that special effect where they looked through the top of the ship right yeah but that's about the only thing I mean Pike was boring mm-hmm. um, the doctor I'm glad they replaced him with McCoy but the doctor was more normal right and we actually didn't see McCoy until uh, when the series went into production he wasn't in any of the pilots no and that's sad because he was a great character. But right. the reason why he wasn't in the pilot, I believe, was because he was still working on a TV show that he was involved with then. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think it was a cowboy or something like that, or a cop yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but then he became McCoy. McCoy, I think without McCoy, you wouldn't have had the type of um, chemistry that you had between Spock and Kirk. And mm-hmm. then you had McCoy to make it even better later on. Right. But the original pilot that had Kirk was kind of boring, too. 
It was. It had more action, which was what the, the network cage. wanted. Yeah, right. The cage was more cerebral. It was more thinking mm-hmm. about it and thinking about things that were going on. I think it's actually what um, Roddenberry actually thought of as Star Trek. Right. His was more of a, like the next generation, much more cerebral than action-packed at first. The first mm-hmm. few years were kind of boring. Right. It was all thought process, like a mystery or, you know, like the one with the um, the binars. Right. Well, I like that episode. It was all cerebral, though. Yeah. Um, and then later on you get into it, but the first Kirk pilot, mm-hmm. uh, what's that called? When No Man Goes? When, when No, no Man, Man Has, has gone, gone Before. Wow, that's a surprise. <laughs> I should know that, but I don't actually. Um, that one had more action in it mm-hmm. but I think it was still boring <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's just because of the 60s things were different in the 60s mm-hmm. um, my favorite of all the pilots would have to be uh, a tie between um, Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. and Enterprise Okay, and I think Enterprise would win out in the end because Deep Space Nine again way too much cerebral yeah, it was boring, and when it first premiered in, I think it was 93, I was 10 years old, and it bored the heck out of me. Uh, rewatching it, though, I definitely appreciate it. More. Yeah, I mean, it's better now, but that's yeah. just like, I always hated the first three years of Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I watch it now, and it's great. Right. But, of course, the later ones are much better because of the action. Right. It's all war. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, pure pilots, if you consider a first movie a pilot as well, mm-hmm. I think that the first um, of the Trek movies in 79, the motion picture, right. was very good for what they had gone away and come back to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the one that just came out, the new reboot, is exactly the same. It's it's good because it's different. Okay. It's not exactly the same as what we had before. Oh, yeah. The motion not. picture was that way too, though. Because if you look, the uniforms were different. Mm-hmm. Um, the Klingons weren't involved first, really for the first time. It was the first time you saw Ridges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, yeah. 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 And I think that was a much, you know... As far as if you think of it as a pilot, that's the movies were pretty good. Um, but what was your favorite of them all? Well, TNG, uh, just because um, it was with what I grew up with, uh, the next generation. Um, I was, let's see, I think I was maybe four when it premiered. 1987? Yeah, so I was. Almost four when it premiered. Um, I'm sure you don't remember watching it. I don't remember it. um, Because I barely remember watching it, and I was 11. Yeah, I just remember... 10. I remember always watching Star Trek. I I can't pinpoint the actual uh, age that I started watching it. It was just something that always happened. Uh, Saturday nights, I think, in... It was airing in syndication on ABC. I might be wrong. Yes, on uh, Channel 5. It was always on 5. It was originally Saturday nights at 7. Mm-hmm. And then it changed to 8 
in the like third or fourth year, and then it went back to seven again. Yeah. I loved it because I had other things to do and I could watch it, but they also replayed it on Sunday nights yeah. at like 11.30 at night. Of course, I shouldn't have been up at that age. <laughs> but what, um, what I thought about that one that was different was the fact when the series started, mm-hmm. and I love comparing the series throughout, but the pilot was really... You know, it's like a pleasure cruise almost. Right. And we're talking about next generation. Next generation, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and they had become very more emotion driven. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, the way they acted. We we mentioned this to each other before, but the captain, whenever he walked around the 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 ship, mm-hmm. they would bow to him. Right. Like in reverence, like you would on a cruise ship or something. And they also... You remember the guys wearing the tunics that were the short shorts? Yeah, the, and the, women? the skorts, yeah. I think they were. Deanna yeah. Troy wore them first, too. De- I think she only wore it in the pilot. I don't think she wore it in any other episode. Yeah, but unfortunately, some men had to wear it for- further. Some men wore it, and I think... Some women did, too, but... At the very end of the episode... Tasha Yar is also wearing one, and that's the... Well, I didn't mind saying that, but that's okay. Yeah, well, you can't really see it because she's behind the... Um, the wishbone. The wishbone, the tactical um, uh, computer interface there. And um, so you just see her barely, you know, wearing it. And that's the only time she ever wore it. Of course, she met her demise in the first season. But the other thing I thought was funny about that show was right away they do the separation. Right, yeah. Which is weird. And then also they... The ship itself, like I said, a cruise ship, basically. Mm -hmm. Tactical. It's the only ship that really had wood. Yeah, right. I mean, even if it wasn't wood, it's laminated wood stain. I mean, you see that in cars, luxury cars. You Mm -hmm. see that on luxury boats, things like that. Right. Why? What were they thinking? I mean, were they supposed to be, you know, harkening back to the Atari twenty (laughs) six hundred? Let's put a wood finish on this thing. Right. I was surprised the outside didn't have a knitted, uh, crocheted uh, uh, sweater on it, Um, but. It it just didn't make any sense. Um, the other thing that didn't make any sense was how the... I know it was supposed to be the... They weren't really underway yet as a full, as a full crew. Right. But that's weird to start off where you have your crew that you haven't even really met yet mm-hmm. are on a distant planet. Right. And you have to go pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's got to go pick up the kids because right. they're not home. Yeah, you would imagine that... You know, starting your ass- off, assignment, every, yeah. everyone would meet up with each other at the ship during its launch. The other thing is... I, actually, that's something I wish we saw in the pilot, is the launch from Utopia Planitia. But they did that later. They did. Um, and they tried to write around it, because the first one really wasn't right that way. Yeah. It should have been the whole crew there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um and and the other funny part is that um, the uniforms, mm-hmm. uh, Worf and Geordi for the first year, Worf is not the security officer. Right. He is some kind of tactical officer in the back in mm-hmm. a red uniform, command. He's in a red, yep. Yeah. Yep. And Geordi is a helmsman. 
Right. In a red uniform. Right. I don't know if they ever thought... I mean, who was the chief engineer? They had a couple during the first year. Wasn't O'Brien? No. No, O'Brien was transporter chief. Well, even in the first episode, he wasn't a transporter chief. He... When we first see him... He was a lieutenant, wasn't he? Uh, well, the symbols on his collar were, weren't or right. Like or, that. Yeah. But the uh, the first time we see him is as the con officer on the battle bridge. You know what it is, though? They have to have the token Irish guy. That's <laughs> what it was. Right, and sure, so, Megor. Let's and, get it across the hall. And they had to have him in Deep Space Nine eventually. Yeah. Uh, actually, Which, by the way, after th- that mon- many years, that's at least ten years, you would think he'd be a lieutenant by that point. A commissioned officer, yeah. at least, yeah. in Ensign. Yeah. <laughs> Chief O'Brien, you've been the same rank for 23 years. What have you done wrong? Is it your drinking? No. <laughs> well, he, well he, he enlisted into Starfleet. He was... I don't think he, he went, went up to the, the other way, yeah. Right. He, but still, even... At the first episode, let's accept the fact that he was probably chief. Right. He should have been made, because if he was sitting on the bridge at the con, usually you're a... An, uh, a commissioned, commissioned officer. officer, yeah. Well, well... I mean, even Wesley Kreischer, who wasn't even in the academy yet, was given the provisional rank of... Oh, acting. Acting ensign. Yeah. Not acting chief. Right. Hey, chief well, that's, balls, that's how point. are you? Uh, well... Wesley is a totally uh, different subject. What's Mr. Rainbow Uniform? Yeah. <laughs> and then just for him, I think they created the cadet uniform that was backwards. Remember? It was black with the... Instead of... It was red with the black on top. No, the other way. No, because... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The opposite of the normal uniforms. Right. It, it was more like... Um, Deep Space Nine. The Deep Space Nine jumpsuit. Yeah. Except the... Actually, the cadet uniform was pretty cool because it had the TNG collar um, with he the said red cool. top and the uh, the black body. And I think it had um, utility pockets. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was kind of like Geordi's uniform later on when he was engineered during the... Generations movie because he has those pockets too. Well, he, well, he, well, we'll get into that. I guess. Reading in, Rainbow in another, uh, in another episode. When we, we we'll call that section "Reading Rainbow in Space." Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, with the the cage, uh, just La some cage. some facts here. Um, Which facts number? It had a female first officer. Yes, which was Majel Barrett. Right. Uh, very And her name was? Number one. Number one. There was no name. Right, you're right. Um, That's because women have no names. Uh, no, okay. just kidding. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, very progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess in test groups... It worked um, out well. It didn't. Oh, I thought it did. Not with women... Um, well, when you have a whole group of men watching the thing. <laughs> uh, women... Didn't uh, like it. Didn't like her. She. They thought that she, you know, had an attitude. Like well, look at it this way. Uh, connected to the current times. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things going against, and I hate to bring this in, but politics. The biggest thing going against uh, Hillary Clinton is she's a woman. Women don't like her. Mm. So it's a similar thing. I've seen it happen. Right. It's almost like they self-hate. You know, it's. Yeah. They want to see a strong man. 
Yeah. Which I can tell you that was not the first captain they had. Anyways. Well, Pike. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in that new movie, but not in the original series. He was kind right. of... Well, we only saw... We, he was in the pilot, and then he was in um, the Mirage? Mirage, yeah. Yeah, I, I might be saying the name wrong. But that episode where they, Pike is in the wheelchair, burnt face, um, paralyzed, and talks with beeps <laughs> and lights. Um, How you doing, Captain? Beep, 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 beep. And then they, um, they cut in footage from the cage in yeah. that episode. And that's really the only um, uh, experience that we have with him outside of the uh, newest movie. I hope we see more of um, Captain Pike. You mean Admiral? I, think I stand corrected. Admiral Pike. Or is it Commodore? I didn't remember if it was an um, Admiral Commodore. I'm not sure, actually. It could be either. Yeah, I do like the uniform. It reminded me of the uniform from the motion picture. Um, With the battery pack in the front. Yeah, the battery pack. That was, uh, which was... That's in case you get lonely in space. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that was... Uh, a medical scanner. Yeah, sensor uh, so that they sensor all knew. Like in um like NASA like actual NASA astronauts uses that, yeah. Um that have the sensors connected to them because in that movie they want more realism. Mm-hmm. Um which is why it's so blah and bland in that movie, I thought. The original motion the, picture? The original motion picture, yeah. Torpedo uh, away. Anyway. Um Oh, so the cage, yeah, it was a good, like I said, cerebral episode. Right. It, um, it had those aliens. Remember? Yeah. And they look like the guys that are in Green Lantern. Honestly, those, um, I they're Telosians, I believe. But they look exactly the same. What they are were female actors. Yes. Dubbed over with male, male voices, voices. With a voice thing. Yeah, that, so they would seem more alien. Mm-hmm. That's, um, and they, you, I believe you could see hmm. the men with boobs. Like, mm. uh, well, That's not very <laughs> alien nowadays. <laughs> well, you have the um, that tunic yeah. that they were wearing. The full so you, body. Yeah, so you, you couldn't you, really tell. You couldn't but tell. I uh, love the brains, though. It was interesting how advanced it was for its. Time. Yeah, I, I it think it moved. Yeah, it, the pulsating like it made veins. like lights almost on it. There was kind of a light up almost. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was like the lights reflecting yeah. off. It might have been good. what they added in colorization though. Instead, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. Right. but l- I mean, look at the first episode. I think Spock is. Well, Spock shows. Well, it seems like he shows emotion. He does. Um, but that's because the Vulcan. Um, Backstory hadn't been created yet. Really? 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 Is that how we do it in sci-fi? We write the story as we go, and then we rewrite the past. <laughs> I think he was. Yes. I think he was just having exactly. some. Uh, but you know, I think he was having a bad day. That's all. I mean, in Star Trek, the some motion picture, he laughs. He does, and he also cries. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, he uh, well Vulcan. failed his Kalinar because he had to go back to. The Enterprise to be part of this whole mission to see V'ger, mm-hmm. and um, you may not agree with this, but as I like to call it, the original Borg Queen 
Um, yeah, I don't. But anyways, well, we'll get to that someday. Yes. Um, but he laughed in that. He laughed. He cried in that. He has in certain things. I mean, he is half human. Right. Was he supposed to be half human in that original storyline, though? I think he was just supposed to be Vulcan. I think, yeah. I don't think they came out with that bad story for, for uh, Spock. That's and the other thing. Yep. Is, is half his blood green and half it red? No. Because he's half and half. Right, no. What's green and red mixed together? Brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah, kind of like brown. <laughs> like disgusting blackish brown. Right, yeah, so that's what should have been pumping out of his veins. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but the the cage, the whole point of that story was that, what was the point? I mean, I don't even remember there being a universal point to it, just the, we were trying to expose everybody to Star Trek, this new... Right, well... Were they testing him? Uh, yeah, so the Talosians, I think, I might be mispronouncing the names. Um, the Talosians. But they... <laughs> uh, from Talos. From Talos. Yeah, it should Talos, be Talosian. Uh, four. Talos four. So... Uh, they're tested by beings w- that projected powerfully realistic illusions. Yes, they tried to get him to stay on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted him... To fall in love with the girl. To fall in love with the girl who was maimed. Um, oh yeah, she was ugly, but they made her look fine. Yeah, they made her look fine with the illusion. Um, the illusion, want- she was like, hi. Without the illusion, she was like... <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, so they wanted them to mate and like repopulate and work. How nice! Because I guess they or as George Takei would say, I, "Oh my, oh my." Go ahead. Um, I believe the st- the story is they were at war and the uh, planet got destroyed. Planet was yeah. inhabitable. They went below. And they change into what they are as the form they are now. And they're trying to repopulate so that they have a civilization. Yeah. 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 And they try uh, to trap the Enterprise. I feel, like, I feel like that's the gist of a lot of the uh, Star Trek plots. Um, hmm. Let's see. Actually, even in... Caretaker. Yeah, let's, let's, let's jump to the Caretaker. Let's jump to the, the Delta Quadrant, or as I like to call them, the... Horrible part of the system. Yeah, the part of the universe you shouldn't go to. Uh, it's where the party stops. Whoa. So, oh, actually, something we can talk about, which applies to all the modern Star Treks, is <laughs> that each. Yeah. Okay. Each of the. Um, Episode, Modern yeah. Star Trek series. Uh, series pilots had a character from another series or movie that kind of patched, uh, passed the baton, so to speak, to the next uh, generation. Uh, actually, yeah, let's... Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, in the first... In, in Star Trek... Uh, the next generation, of course, we have Dr. McCoy. Right. Who's Dr. Admiral McCoy. Admiral McCoy. Whom? Refused to get transported. Which is true, but, you know, it is and it isn't. If you look, I hate to go back to this, but I mm-hmm. want to refute this, because if you look at all the movies, right, 
he had a problem, but he was transporting all the time. Well, even during the series, he transported. Yeah. But in the first movie... Where they drafted him? When they drafted him, uh, he definitely protested. Which, by the way, I don't know how they drafted him, because by that time, I don't think you would need a draft. Well... A little known <laughs> subchapter in the Star Trek lore. He's well, he was pissed at that. He was. Yeah. Um, but um, my thing is when he was in the Next Generation. Mm-hmm. The big thing about him and Data. You seem like a Vulcan, but you don't have pointed ears, boy. Right. Well, wouldn't he know what an android is by then? Well, they they did have androids in the original series. I know. Um, but they didn't look like Data. No. They looked human. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. They didn't, yeah. Yeah. Kind of went backwards on that one. Right. I mean, even Ilea was an android, the the, the probe. Right. right. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had scanned her. I think there might have been some bio... Yeah, things bio. that replicated a bio... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... He Maybe would more know what an more. android was. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. But um, well, he was old, and he might not have recognized the species. Maybe it was just a different species. Or maybe he thought data was yeah, because there are species that have different colors. Right. Um, but he was in the next generation. Who was in Deep Space Nine? Uh, that was uh, Quark and and Morn. Most people don't know who Morn is. Mourn. I mourn the thought. So, if you don't know who Mourn is, uh, he was that guy at Quark's bar that was always there. The big head. The big head. And actually, uh, a fact, um, if you ever watch Cheers, um, they got the name Mourn from the character Norm. In yeah, because he was supposed series. to be always sitting there Cheers. in the same place. Yeah, yeah, all the time, which right. he was. Yeah, um, but Morn didn't talk. No, he didn't. No, although I think he did once, though. He there was something that happened, like all of a sudden he. Re- but anyways, yeah. he was the two characters that were shown on, on, um, for Voyager. For Voyager, who was it for Deep Space? Nine? Oh wait, oh I said my Deep bad. Space Nine. My bad. That was... Um, Aaron yeah. makes a boo-boo. <laughs> Whoops. So on um, Deep Space Nine, it was uh, John luc Picard. Yes, it was. I do know that the first episode of Deep Space Nine is very slow to start. Well, at the very beginning, it's pretty action-packed because it's the um, Wolf 359. Yeah, I'm not talking about the flashback part. Okay. I'm talking about as soon as it goes to him and Jake... On the holodeck, right? You know, and then they end up on the station. It's about an hour of backstory before anything starts. Yeah, because it's another two hour. Yes, yeah, a two hour. Yep, it's a two hour <laughs> tour. Um. Okay. So I, I already gave you Voyager. So let's move on from Enterprise. That. Now, Enterprise. The funny part about Enterprise is it's the first one that has a movie. Well, if you c- consider. McCoy movie, but you know what I mean. It's kind of... It's the first one that has a movie cameo, but it also has a cameo in the end that kind of has to do with the beginning. You got to remember, what was the whole series supposed to be? It's supposed to be a holodeck 
Oh, oh for, well, I, I suppose. That's well, not what the whole series. Just that last episode. No, I don't know. That's what it seems like. Riker talks about being in there a lot. Well, no. Well, and we don't see him in the pilot. I, I hope not. No. Because I would have been like, no. But yeah. the pilot, I like Enterprise's pilot. Probably, I said earlier, maybe Tide is the best, but probably the best because it gives a real story that's connected to the whole genre. Mm-hmm. The Klingons. Right. Actually, I had a pretty interesting discussion with someone on Twitter about that. He was uh, pretty angry that they introduced the Klingons during the pilot of Enterprise. Why? Uh, Because it was stated in a TOS episode that the... Uh, Klingons. The Klingons were encountered in, I want to say, 2218. Mm. Um, yes, but Zephyrin Cochran also uh, did his warp uh, experiment in 2163. Well, Star Trek was and never then 2161. one. And then 2161. Star Trek was never one. To stick by the numbers. To stick by the numbers. Uh, their dates were always Messed jumping. Up. Yeah. Um, so I kind of forgive Enterprise for introducing the Klingons when they did. Um, the oh, thing I don't like is the other story, the temporal. I do like it, but they never did anything with it, and they never had a plan to do anything with it, unfortunately. Right. Um, the uh, the cameo in Enterprise, by the way, was... Suffering Cochran. It was a recording. It was supposed to be a recording of him um, dedicating the Warp 5 uh, complex. Which is where the Enterprise came from. Right, which is where the Enterprise NX 01 engine was built. Um, it was also a joint venture between Suffering Cochran and Archer, Captain Archer's father, and the Vulcans. I the the Vulcans, the Vulcans well, the Vulcan, remember they were the ones that said don't. They were the ones that held them back from having. They, they held them back, and the, I don't think they helped with the development of the warp five engine because that was one of the things that resonated throughout that episode was the Vulcans were holding them back and um, held back technology. Um, if it wasn't for the Vulcans, Earth would have had their first um, starship out there already. It seems that's the impression that they didn't think uh, they, they were, were smart doing. enough or mature enough to. Yeah, have mature. It. That's exact. That's the right word to use. They didn't think they were mature enough. Now here's a question: mm-hmm. With all of the f- pilot episodes, let's look at the names of the pilot episodes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So if you look at. Um, the original series, it was The Cage. Right. Which makes sense, because he was trapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second pilot was Where No Man Has Gone Before. Now, why did they use that as a name? Was it because to make it the theme of the show, or was it for something in the show? Well, in that episode, the Enterprise goes beyond outside the galaxy... Um, the edge of the galaxy, and in doing that, they're supposed to get the psychic powers 
Um, so I think that's really where the name is Gary supposed to be coming from. Mitchell. Gary Mitchell. Gary Mitchell. Mm-hmm. G- Gary Mitchell. That might Gary be interesti- interesting in going forward someday, but we'll take that on another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Enterprise. I'm at uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Encounter at Farpoint. It makes sense. It makes sense. Perfect okay. sense. Deep Space Nine. Emissary. Makes sense. He's makes the sense. emissary. Emissary to the prophets. Voyager. Caretaker, because they deal with the caretaker. Right. Okay, makes sense. Enterprise. Broken bow or mm-hmm. bow. Which one do you think it is? I don't know, actually. What the I hell do, does I was, that have to do I was with trying to avoid actually mentioning the name of that episode, because I have no bow. idea. What? I mean, That's it just doesn't... That's where the Klingon crashed. That's the city or town it crashed Broken bow? Into. Yeah. Or broken bow? Either way, that's, yeah, that's where, where he crashed. crashed. Yeah. That's, um... All right, now city. that makes sense to me, because yeah. I never remembered that that having, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, the names, all right, they make sense. Right. Now, let's look at what we think didn't work with okay. these... These first these 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 first episodes of these shows, right? Like I said, the cage it was a little bit hokey. Slow. It was just the, slow. One of the motivations for the cage is was to show that a weekly episode could be About produced. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> uh, to show a weekly episode, episode could, be could be produced, and in, in the sci-fi, you know, in the side, sci- yeah. in the sci, a sci-fi series where with effects, they're going, yeah, with effects, they're going to a new planet each week. Which, by the way, did you notice after about the fourteenth or fifteenth episode, all the planets look the same? They all had well, like rearranged only, sets. You can only dress up a set so many times. I think we've been here before. <laughs> we have. It's Earth. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Deep Space, at least with Enterprise, they mm-hmm. never had that problem. They had the budget to do different things all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it would have gotten pretty boring, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. When No Man Has Gone Before, uh, I think it's. I think it has a lot of positives, but one of the problems with it is uh, later continuations with the story. Mm-hmm. For instance, the... What was it called? The the barrier? Yeah. The galactic barrier or whatever it was called? Right. They never talk about it again, really. No. They never... Not because in canon. It, Because it doesn't work. Because they always go further out. Right. You know what I mean? Delta Quadrant would have been... Right, but it's leaving the galaxy galaxy's edge. So completely leaving the galaxy... Which now, how did they s- explain how they got there? Um, they don't. They actually don't even say what year it is. They don't. They don't. They kept that pretty vague. And there's no like wormhole reason or anything because no. they didn't have the ability to get that far. Right. Well, I mean, so uh, that would be my big problem with it. Yeah. Um, okay. Counter five point. Uh, I think it could have been graphically better. I think that it was... Well, it was probably good for I think the late the, 80s. Well, the shows that came after it were much better, I think, as far as graphics and things. I think they were just like trying to get out of the gate and show people mm-hmm. things, but I think it was very basic. Well, I mean, I think for the time for it sakes, was good. they took a jellyfish <laughs> and put a spotlight on it. <laughs> I mean, the 
for the time, I think, I mean, early 80s. No, 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 uh, late late 80s. 80s. My bad. Late 80s. And then as it got further and further, like, in the 90s, the effects got way better. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it was just maybe a budgeting thing and the fact that, you know, limited by technology. Now, as we talked before, or we were talking before we came onto the podcast, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you have it written down, Paramount thought that the show was too short, too limited in its scope for the first episode. They wanted a huge the- theatrical beginning like right, they do uh, with all feature, them. feature theatrical yeah. beginning. So they came up with Q. Right. Now, it's good they did because that ties into all of the different shows. Mm-hmm. However, here's my problem with it. There was no real con- connection between the two. I mean... There was, but there wasn't. Right. It loosely, I mean, Q, they wrote in that Q thought that this would be a good test mm. of humanity. Again, a nice way of going back and rewriting what they had written, you know, mm-hmm. originally. But, for instance, if you look at, um, if you look at, oh, what what show did that? There's another Star Trek show that did that. I can't remember what it was. I thought of it the other day. Well, we'll come back up with that okay. later on. But <laughs> there have been other instances where they've had one or two. For instance, The Caretaker in Voyager. Mm-hmm. It was a great story, I thought. It could have been, actually. It, I Well, it watching, had it, watching it again, I appreciated it more. Just like all yeah. these, I appreciate them more. But it has promise. The problem with it is the Kazon mixed in with that. It right, really the, was a... The Kazon were meant to be the Klingons of the, the Delta, Delta Quadrant, and it never really materialized that way. They were never really that popular. No, but I think what I'm trying to say is taking s- two small stories and just jamming them in together as one story. Okay. Just like Q with the... What was mm. the name of that alien? What, what did they call it? Um... At far the entity. Point. Yeah, I don't know if they just call a- it the entity. Yeah, I don't think that alien was ever given a name. No, I think they do call it the entity though. But whatever it is, they put those two together and it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it, you know there are certain shows in Trek lore that have done that, right. and it's really you know like um, you know I always talk about movies that should have been TV shows. <laughs> right. It's the same thing. It, right. You know. Um, maybe they should have made it a bigger scope for the next generation. Who knows? All right. So we got to uh, encounter Farpoint. Right. All right. Emissary, so Deep Space Nine. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> oh, my. Um, He's got problems. Well, not necessarily problems. The fact it that they took Hawk from Spencer for hire. Spencer. That- Who's that? That's Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks, that's why I thought. And they took him and made him into a well-defined captain. I mean, he did work out. What I thought was weird was it's the first series that didn't have a captain. Right. Yeah, that's right. He started off as a commander. Yeah. Commander and that's Cisco. all he needed to be was a commander in, in charge of the station. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually I think you'll find that's true about other situations where there have been stations. It's always a commander. It's not a captain. Um, in Star Trek? Yeah, or in, like, I think in oh. Star Trek, but in, in in general, I think, too. But, um, yeah, he wasn't a captain. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as people know, his wife died because of the um, attack of at uh, War three nine five. Three five nine. Yeah, <laughs> what did I say? Three nine five. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Wolf two six nine. When, when the five Borg, four three uh, nine you know, um, no. blew the crap out of our Armada. Yeah, that the admiral was so uh, he was absolutely sure they would be able to take him. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about it, what I hated about Shari, what I hated about that episode was the fact that. They tried to make it again more cerebral, more emotional. Right, there was except for the first five minutes of right. The show. Well, that was my actually the favorite part of the show. The show was seeing that the scene with Lacutus and and them ejecting from the yeah they got the escape pod, which was huge. It was right. like the whole ship's. Ex- it was like ten forward, just ex- you know. Yeah, they were, well, I mean, I think that was the. F- First time we ever seen an escape pod being ejected from a ship, but most of the ones going forward were always one or two men instead of seventy three. Well, people. I mean, we never. I mean, the next time I re- re- actually remember seeing an escape pod was in First Contact. Hell, oh, see the connection with the Borg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only time you need it, right? And I don't know how big those were, but I mean. To fit the whole complement of the crew, they the whole had. crew. Yeah. Well, that was a what type? Of, that was a um, what do they call it? A New Orleans class. For which one? Uh, the one the Cisco was on that escaped from. It was a New Orleans class because it it looked like the Reliant class, but the 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 Galaxy version. Of, oh, the that's ship what it was. That, the ship that Cisco was on. Yeah, I, I don't it was a New Orleans class, I believe. I'm sure everybody out there that's listening that we'll, knows we'll get, that will be <laughs> we'll pissed get, at me because yeah. I said New Orleans and it probably isn't, but whatever. Yeah. But that's a smaller ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, galaxy. you know it is a smaller ship. That's true. But, I mean, the Sovereign was smaller than the Galaxy as well. Yeah. So. Was it supposed to be smaller? It had less decks. I think it's the num- longer. Than, yeah, it's longer. But I think a lot of that's in the cell. You know, it's, a, it's the length, not the width. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. Whoa, hey now. Um, yeah, the nacelles were huge on that. And then... Yeah. And the ones following it, too, had huge nacelles. Yeah, actually, if we get back into Encounter... Well, pre-Encounter at Farpoint, when the Enterprise was being designed... Uh, then the cells of the Enterprise D were actually slightly longer, and then Gene Roddenberry slightly longer at the end. Mm-hmm. And Gene, he redesigned them. Gene Roddenberry wanted them to shorten them. So then the cells would have been longer if it wasn't for Gene Roddenberry. Ah, that bastard! <laughs> we could have done the without him. Part of the galaxy? How dare you? You mean, you mean Captain Robert April? <laughs> oh yes. Let's not even get into that yeah. one. The only picture of Captain Robert April, supposedly, is a picture of June Roddenberry wearing the captain's uniform. And it's in the encyclopedia, I know Yes, yeah, in but, the encyclopedia. And they refer to him as Captain Robert April. He right. was supposed to be the captain before Christopher Pike. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this thing's had three tour duties before it's even gotten... The, well, two before it's even gotten to the Kirk. Right. Yeah. In Jim, our, in the our ship's prime 30 time years line. old. In our prime, it's time to mothball that bastard. Remember that admiral? Oh, uh, Star wait, Trek Three. Star Trek Three. The ad- 
the admiral that met Kirk. Oh, I didn't like he, Star Trek Three. <laughs> he, well, Kirk was trying to get the Enterprise out of mothballs to go find Spock. Right, the search. And they Spock, met, yeah. he goes, Jim. She's over thirty years old, <laughs> which wouldn't be true, but that's okay. All right. So, what else? Um, uh, Deep Space Nine. What I like, I said. What I don't like is that it was just too much on the on the emotional side. Voy- right. Voyager, on the other hand, I hated everything about Voyager. <laughs> there was very few things I liked about Voyager, and the reason being was that Voyager one. There were things that didn't make sense. Things didn't <laughs> yes. match up at all. No. Two. Uh, we the captain liked this. to break. <laughs> the captain liked to break every rule there was, and including rules that weren't even made up yet. She basically broke all the temporal right. rules, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, what made me most mad about Voyager mm-hmm. is the is the after effect, the fact that she becomes an admiral. Uh, yeah. When she comes back, and yet Picard's still a captain. Yeah, Picard's well, been that's captain a, for like forty years. That's uh, another. <laughs> I mean, we could have a whole show on discontinuity. Yeah. How much I dislike Voyager. But. What did you like <laughs> about Voyager, other than Jerry Ryan and the one that played Kess? Oh, Kess, well, Kess was in the in the pilot, and she was in the last show too. Was she in the Not last? Not the last. Uh, the no, second no, no, no. Yeah, was. yeah, she wasn't. But in the they brought last. her back. They did towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Seven and Nine's character was better than Kess? in the long run. Yeah, I well, but Kess, yeah. I thought was a character that could have been explored a lot more before they did, and and that's why, um, you know, they didn't have a lot of storyline for her or um, Neelix. Right. Well, Nelix ended up becoming the ship's uh, comic relief, pretty much. Um, no, between him and the doctor. Him and the doctor. Well, I'm actu- a doctor, not a doorstop. Um, Nelix and um, Tuvok had pretty good chemistry. Well, interesting chemistry, um, which started off in the pilot episode. Who was it? The doctor and no, no. Oh. Um, uh, Neelix and Tuvok. Tuvok, yes. Yeah. Mr. Vulcan. Mr. Vulcan, yeah. Because he couldn't come up with his name. Good to meet you. Mr. Vulcan. Um, I thought they were cool how they were like, what do you call it? Um, basically passengers that weren't supposed to be there. I love how right. half the crew died and they never explained what they did with the bodies. Um, <laughs> Did they keep them in a frozen storage for the rest of the They week? must have had a morgue somewhere, I or guess. Or they had to eject them. Or eject them, I guess, but... I mean, look at... I don't know first, if they would do that. The first officer died. Yeah. The chief engineer died. Yeah. The doctor died. Basically, Everybody all, the, but all the important people in the episode the died. Captain. And that's the one the I The pilot died. Die. <laughs> the pilot died. All the, like main characters. And then they just took all the prisoners. <laughs> well, they them. weren't prisoners. Yes, they were. They were taken at the end as pri- because they were that's who they were chasing. Well, they well they were never the prisoners no. of Voyager. Well, they could have been if they, they didn't agree to working. I bet you that would have happened. Well, I guess, but I mean Of course, that wouldn't have happened because that wasn't written in the script. But Right, right. It's you know. Well, I mean, they were working together to find their way home, the way home, and, and to fix their problems. Yeah. Before, because the caretaker took um, Ensign Kim and Balana. 
Yeah. Uh, so they both were working together to. They were find both on the Marquis ship too, weren't they? Wasn't it that? that Who was tu- on the Marquis? Tuvok um, was on was on the Marquis ship as a spy, pretty much, mm-hmm. um, working for the Federation. Janeway. Yeah. And he had gone with. That's how they knew he disappeared. Right. That's how the mission to started, the Badlands yeah. Yeah. started, and that's. Let's also make the mention that the ship wasn't ready. Ship was not ready. Ship wasn't ready. What else happened? Um, it was the whole the whole new generation of ship. It was too. We talked about this. Before. <laughs> yeah, we did. The gel packs. Yes, uh, the gel pack, which could get sick. Let's get a little sniffle today. We're um, not going to be able to transport anybody. I that to me is ridiculous. dangerous, 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 and ridiculous. What else did I not like about Voyage? Uh, the about fact that they outfitted it with Borg technology later on. Oh, later on. Yeah. Oh, well, let's that was all right though. But yeah, the the the, the base the pilot show. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't like was the fact that it was the first ship and why they ever designed it this way to land. Right. And those yeah, the feet, first, the intrepid class, the first ship to that land was on a planet. Land. Can't you just transport them? Even even the Enterprise saucer section wasn't really made to land. It was made. Oh, to it crash. landed well, didn't it? <laughs> it was made to crash in an emergency, not made to um, gently. No. But go if they down. were going to land, they should have put like tractors so they could have moved. Well, it's it was top heavy. It should have like fell over. <laughs> <laughs> the saucer like section the wasn't being supported by anything. If it was, if they were losing power and had to land in an emergency, the there was nothing to keep the saucer section from just tipping over. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like the Pamela Anderson of uh, ships. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Hey. But yeah, it should have fallen over. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole boy, they came up with the whole. Uh, nacelles bending so that it wouldn't rip Rips, space, rip um, the fabric of space, subspace. But yeah. oh yeah, just because it bends like a and it will and the <laughs> nacelle, the nacelle design and the way the uh, those arms nacelle pylons moved was supposed to lessen lessen the effect. It was at its launch. I was reading. Um, the Intrepid class starship was supposed to be the most advanced starship in the fleet. Um, the fastest ship. Um, it was also one of the smallest. It was small. I think it was only 15 decks, which is why it was able to land. 15 That's why it decks. always bragged Actually, about that itself. that is smaller than um, the original Enterprise. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure of the length. It might have been longer than the original Enterprise. I'm not sure. Especially with that saucer section that was like an oblong instead of right. like the typical saucer or right. round. Well, they just it was an th- oblong. What haven't we used yet? <laughs> well, let's see. In Deep Space Nine, we used uh, well, triangular. We used round. We used something that looked like, oh, I'm sorry, but a suppository. <laughs> right. I mean, D- Defiant looks like a suppository. Well, the really Defiant is awesome. Well, that's also not in the pilot, but no. the Defiant was a tough little ship. But the uh, and the uh, Voyager. I mean, and then the number. How many mm-hmm. ships had they built? 
that they needed seven four two six eight three seven nine two 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 seven seven nine. I'm like, how many numbers? It was right. up in the what? Uh, well, I'm not sure. Tens of thousands instead of thousands. Right. Like Defiant mm-hmm. was at was also a tens of thousands. Right. I'm not sure of the registry numbers on those guys, but because significantly higher than the Enterprise. Yeah, with seventeen oh uh, seventeen oh whatever whatever. Yeah. But that's also because or two thousand. Yeah, or or Excelsior with yeah. two thousand. But this thing was seventy four thousand something. I think it's six twenty four or something. Maybe first of all, like that, yeah. there's six hundred and twenty four versions of. If they go by the, f- let's say it's the first two numbers of the of the class. Let's say that, but that's not how it goes. It isn't. Or so, all right. For instance, the first two was like seventeen oh one would have been the seventeenth version of a ship, probably oh one. Oh well, no, that's not how it. It could it, be though. though. Well, there with Star Trek, all they it's just sequential. They never really came out with a system. Um, but why they had the idea to jump up to that number? Well, it's let's stick future. it to the wall. Huh? It's the future. Yeah, but the seventeen oh one D was in the same timeline well, as or the E. Well, think about it. That's the fifth ship. A hundred years of using seventeen. Of using seventeen. So there's during that hundred years, the Enterprise the D's uh, registry basically stayed the same, but all the other ships are going up sequentially. Yeah. And that probably also includes uh, smaller ships, like who knows, um, runabout type ships. Not yeah, they have. They ended up having their own numbers too. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so oh, something else I hated about Voyager, um, the caretaker episode is why they had tricobalt torpedoes. In their um, complement? In their weapons complement. No need for it. They would not have needed it because on their mission <laughs> to find the marquee. Because if they hadn't, it wouldn't have been able to be used against, <laughs> the, caretaker. against the caretaker's array. Yeah, that's, that's Just in case. Point. Hold Good on point. a second. I could see Janeway. Just in case we run into this guy, you know, say we're out on our own, to, you know, let's say Delta Quandard, you know. And we By run into chance. this guy who really is much more powerful but looks like an old geezer. Right. Um, I'm just thinking. We may have <laughs> to destroy his uh, complex. Right. Uh, it may not take, you know, what we need, you know. Mm-hmm. you know. What were the other photons? There was photon. And they had photons. I don't think they had... Qu- I think they only quantum. had... What was quantum versus... Um, they were just more powerful, right? Yeah, I... Can't they were used against some other enemy that they didn't know they couldn't beat, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I think Quantum was more like a like what the Rhymeland Bird of Praise used as their power source, a quantum singularity. I think Which is a sun. Did you know that? It's like a a mini star. It's like a wormhole. Uh, Not a wormhole, my bad. Like a black hole kind of. But the energy that's pulled out of it is what they use. Yeah, so it's like a mini black hole that they're using. So instead of using a fission star, they use a black hole. Right. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I I might be wrong about that. If I am, please... um, Please don't say anything. Let's not hurt his voice. Come on, his feelings. Or Facebook. Or Um, Facepage or... MacBook or whatever the hell you use. 
Well, um, so is there anything in Enterprise that you did not like? I wouldn't have. I Besides, liked. Yeah. I liked Scott Bakula after the first season. Okay. If it was my choice, it wouldn't have been Bakula because okay. I don't like him in that first episode. The second thing I wouldn't have done was, I, although I did like Trip, mm-hmm. Trip was too much like McCoy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Only as an engineer. Yeah. So I wouldn't have used Trip, not mm-hmm. the the character type. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the act? Did you like the actor? Yeah, I liked okay. him as yeah. yeah. It, it worked out in the end. Yeah. The third thing is, what happened to Spock being the first person in Starfleet? Well, she technically, what's her name? To Paul. Exactly. She enlists in Starfleet in the what third season when she quits science. Right. Well, I don't think she becomes a real officer. Though. Yeah, she does. I believe she does. But if oh, I'm we'll wrong, have to I'm wrong. But we'll have to look at it. But the yeah. thing is, is I think it was too early to bring that into it. But they needed to because of the the Vulcans. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing I didn't like about the about the pilot was that again it was two stories thrown together yeah the Klingon mm-hmm. what was his name oh I have no idea Corn. Corn. yeah remember he fell into a cornfield so I called him Corn. anyways it's a good I name <laughs> it's a good okay name. it's a good Klingon name Corn. you know yeah Cornholio anyway um, oh. and they put in what's his name there the uh, Sulaban Sulaban and they and the future guy yeah and the future guy which never had any ending and was like two hugely different stories just smashed together mm-hmm. I call it the Epcot <laughs> scenario okay because mm-hmm. if anybody knows Disney they took two different ideas for a park and smashed it together right. and says we've got a park now it's called Epcot yeah okay it's the same idea they took two thoughts and put them together and they really had nothing to do with each other mm-hmm. you know so yeah, no, I I have to agree. Enterprise, on its own merits, without bringing in the temporal Cold War, would have been an awesome series. I shouldn't <laughs> use it, but begun, the temporal Cold War has. <laughs> right. Yeah. Little Yoda for Star Trek. Speaking of which, that's the only pilot I'd like to see ever. What's that? Really. Is either a movie or a TV show where they just take those two separate ideas and whack them together. Whack them together. Star Trek and Star Wars. Mm -hmm. First of all, Star Trek is much smaller than Star Wars. The ships in Star Wars are much bigger. And they've already compared, like, sizes. Right. I I feel like, well... It'd be too hot to do. I'm way biased. I would say Star Trek would have... This is a kid's show. No, wait a minute. (laughs) This is a family show. What are you... Biased. Oh, biased. Okay, I yeah. thought you said biased. No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, I don't know what even that would be. Um, I'm not going to go into <laughs> it. Anyways. So if if Star Wars and Star Trek ever met, mm-hmm. I think Star Trek would have, a, have an advantage. Why? Uh, they weapons? both go the same speed, basically. Well, no, they go a little slower. Well, if we go by Star, Star Wars's episode, uh, well, movies rather, they're episodic. They uh, they transverse their galaxy pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe with speed, 
Um, yeah, Star Trek, not so much. Not so much, but I feel like um, with weapons, Star Trek would... I mean, obviously, this is... Okay, the Death Star? We would just go on the other side of the Death Star and blow it up from behind. You'd <laughs> blow it up from behind? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just think that that would be the ultimate uh, pilot. But anyways... Um, so to wrap up, pilots they suck. Anyways, um, no, just kidding. They have their good parts and they have their bad parts. Right. Well, with any, even any episode, same, same thing could be said. Yeah. A pilot is just that. It's supposed to be from what they're supposed to build from. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the pilot that I think was given the least amount to grow from obviously was, other than the original series, right. was Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Enterprise never got the chance that it should have. It should have went the full seven years. Right. And if they weren't interested in doing that in the first place, they shouldn't have started the show. Right. Um, I know it was the writer's strike had to do with it. It also had to do with uh, funding and ratings. I feel like there's but it was on always UPN. a writer's was strike. It on, what was, it on? was it on UPN or was it on It was Sci-Fi? on UPN. UPN, yeah. Yep. They they transferred all their shows to other stations when they went away. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have done that. Oh, well, I guess not. Scott Bakula wanted to make the the movie version of um, what do you call it? Of um, Quantum Leap. <laughs> I would watch that. I know you would, and that's the sad <laughs> fact. Um, but I think in the end, my best. Let's say our best, and then we'll cut it for this week because we've gone long in the tooth. Okay. Unless that's not okay with you. No, no. Well, I want to get to some of our social media resources. Okay. So we'll do that right after this. But in wrapping up the pilot episodes, Mm -hmm. I think the best one... I feel like we've (laughs) discussed which ones we liked at least two times already. So to recap... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so let's recap. No, I I think it's a toss still between... uh, Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still going to go with um, enter- uh, Sorry, I'm still going to go with uh, the Next Generation. Just because, uh, if we <laughs> take it as a series, as I know I'm not supposed to do this, but taking it you're not as, supposed to do this series as a whole. He's cheating. S- the Next Generation. He's um, cheating. Well, <laughs> the pilot and the finale tied in probably the best mm-hmm. between any of the Star Trek series. Okay. So let's get to the social media. Yeah, let's get there. Okay, so basically we asked uh, what was your favorite Trek pilot episode? Okay. So on Twitter we don't have that many responses but Granted, this is our pilot episode, and we haven't gotten an ex- an So this is a pilot. This Yes, this is a pilot. Okay, so this is by far my favorite pilot then. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so our first, our first responder is Smart Watermelon. Yeah, I saw that. Smart Watermelon. And Sounds like he's got a problem. <laughs> Their favorite uh, Star Trek pilot is Encounter at Farpoint because men in skirts. Can I ask? Sure. 
Is yeah, this cool. person smart watermelon a male or a female? Do you um, know? Yeah, put me on the spot here. You don't have to. Uh, Here's the reason I'm saying this. I think uh-huh. women would like to see men in skirts more than men would like to see men in skirts. I hope. Mm-hmm. But in the future, and here's another funny part. Mm-hmm. You know how we're getting so far advanced with all of our our race relations? They did a lot in that in, of that in Trek. Yeah, definitely. But they never did anything about gays. They have. Well, they never did. They... Every now and then, they at tried least, to mix at least in, in the yeah. next generation, they've touched on it um, every so often. Every so, <laughs> every so often, they touched on it in a couple episodes, like in the host. I think the episode's named the host. With the when we first see the trill, the trill is in a male host who um, is a, got a female, yeah, and he courts, yes, Crusher. The host dies. The and it goes into a woman. It, first, it goes into Riker. Yeah. Then it goes into a woman. And was it Ro, Ro- Laren? No, no, it wasn't. no, no. no. Okay. Um, then it goes into a woman trill. Yeah. And at this time, the trill don't have inside spots. of you. <laughs> um, inside of you. <laughs> but that that trill couldn't understand why Beverly still didn't have the same emotions. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they did a little bit, but they They've never did like you never saw two guys together, you never saw no. two girls together. You never saw two guys, a girl, a midget, There's and a, a donkey. I mean, there are things that you don't see in mm-hmm. Star Trek that you think they would have thought further ahead cuz right. in the original series, they went through the whole race relation thing. This is DGG4 Bryant. Actually know this person. Um Oh, it's a name, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fine. From from the O'Brien. Oh no 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 no, no it's no. not no, that no no not from the O'Brien no um, this is his name's Dan okay um, it, he Dan. says I'd have to say my fave Star Trek pilot episode would be the TNG pilot it began again my, uh, again it began my obsession and Q was in it and that pretty much sums up my feelings I would think. Have you ever noticed that Q also wears kind of a tunic? He does, because he as the judge, judges, yeah. which is yeah. a tunic, and right. it's a, like shorts at the bottom. If he stood up, it would be like a dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, def- yeah. Was, so uh, men in dresses is something that the next generation really liked. They were the pioneers of men in <laughs> drag? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> men no, no. in dresses. No, no. Here's the thing. that It could be considered drag, but... In the past, uh-huh. the Celts all wore kilts. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, if you think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just trying to make a joke. <laughs> wasn't very good. I, well, I didn't say it would be funny. But Let's move on to Facebook answers. Um, actually, these answers come from... You mean from Facebook answered? Yeah. Oh, There's okay. a person named Facebook? <laughs> no, just go ahead. Um, the social network of Facebook... Um, these are Hold on. Do you think that Facebook will exist in the future, like in Star Trek future? Something like it will, I'm sure. It'll There's get so database. advanced that people will actually go up to another person and say hello. Right. <laughs> It'll uh, go back to what it was. Well, there's definitely a database of people. Because mm-hmm. uh, they can go through and find all information on everybody. Right. I think that's a little big brotherish. They've, but they've done that in an episode of The Next Generation. Um when they find those frozen people 
from the 20th century, and they go back to find... Well, they do that with Kirk, too. Mm-hmm. They were talking about something It was in the first or second season. I think I said this to you before. And Riker goes, oh, that was the one that Jim Kirk was on. Remember? Oh, you mean in the next generation? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that might, so they yeah, can I do that, remember. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, who's this? So this is Ryan P. These are from my personal... Fa- I posted this question on my personal Facebook. Um, so these are the responses. Uh, Ryan P. Uh, says it's a toss-up between Voyager and DS9. I would lean more towards DS9, DS9 Ryan, but that's... Voyager was on a voyage that wasn't for us. <laughs> um, okay, the next respondent... Was Eric um, actually Eric. from our from our friends at Four Eyed Critics? Eric, um, he says, I grew up with TNG, so I have to vote Encounter at Farpoint. However, the DS Nine pilot was damn good too. If you think about it this way, mm-hmm. if the first pilot of TNG wasn't good, mm-hmm. there wouldn't have been a pilot of anything else. So you really do have to go with TNG. Yeah, well, if the series didn't succeed. But you couldn't have had a really good series without that beginning. Right. So many shows are based off of just the pilot. Right. Okay, so let's get through this. Um, Our next is John G. John. Hi, John. John. Uh, TOS. TOS. Because of the great job they did on the alien heads, which you mentioned. Yep. Uh, with the pulsating things on the sides. So the Talosians? Talosians, yeah. The Talosians. Pulsating heads. <laughs> yeah, well, those that makeup was awesome. Yeah, for the time. For the time, yeah. Um, Armin C. Armin. Says, uh, DS9. Uh, it introduced and set up the series quite well. And had a decent narrative on its own merits. He said he goes on to say, "I haven't seen uh, TOS's pilot, but it takes second place by default." Okay, yeah, haven't seen the pilots, huh? I would suggest seeing where no man has gone before, and not the cage. <laughs> well, I say La see Caja the cage. <laughs> I, I would say see the cage. Just to see... I see the cage. The, I see the cage. What? The av- advanced or the progression from one to the other. Yeah, because they kept the same ship. It's same basically ship. the same ship on the mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. The they difference is the bridge, bridge and um, the uniforms. The uniforms slightly they different. They got rid of that uh, that woman in the command situation. <laughs> right. We have Spock. Yeah. Spock is the only character that went from the first... TOS pilot to the second. So Scotty wasn't in the original. No. Scotty doesn't he know. Was, Scotty doesn't know. I want to say he was in the second pilot, though. Yes, he was. Yeah. But I think he was on the bridge more than he was, like... I think it was somebody on the bridge, you know? Yeah. It's a background person. Well, there were definitely a oh lot my. more people on the bridge in the pilots than there were... There's too many people up here! <laughs> well, they didn't have the sets yet for the other stuff. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, so I would say see both TOS pilots. Yeah. Uh, and also they reused effects from the first pilot in, in the, the second pilot. In the second. Just to show how they could reuse them and cut on cost. The uh, phaser blasts, right? The phaser. Yeah. yeah. 
That was the first to do that, too. Yeah. Okay. Last, but not certainly not least, is Michael R. R. He says, The Cage. La Caja Falls. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's a movie. Never mind. Uh, the Cage. Starting La Caja off Falls. The Cage. Starting off a show with... Rhyme, uh, sorry. Orion. Orion Animal Women is animal? a great idea. Yeah, it's slave animal. women. They also say animal women. Animal women? Yeah. Wow. Animal. Imagine if you said that to your girlfriend. She's Get over here, animal woman. Orion Animal Women. Whack. Which is true. That's the first um And do you know who the green girl was? Um, Majel Barrett. No. In the first, p- yes, it, I believe it was um, wrong. No, it's the woman that was on the planet. They just dressed her up because she had the. Um, but I know Miguel Barrett is one of them. Number one didn't transport down yet, so she wasn't on the planet. No, no, no. But Miguel Barrett, are you talking about in the cage? In the cage. I'm talking about the cage. The next one, though, I'm talking about. Uh, the next time the they next show one. it is her. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't Gene know. just getting his kicks. <laughs> but in, in the cage, it's it's the one. I don't know the woman's name, but the, the blonde woman. Yeah, the yeah. blonde woman that was on the planet. She's probably originally. crew member number six. No, no, no. I don't know what her the, name um, was. That was on the planet that was deformed. Ah, uh, yes. She because they wanted her him. Did you say to on mate. the planet was deformed, or she was the one she that was, was deformed she was the on the planet? One on the planet that was deformed. Okay, because you said yeah. on the planet deformed. You, you got me. You, everyone knows what I'm talking I about. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> everyone knows what I'm saying. Um, so I think actually, nobody knows what you're saying. No one's no one's going to listen to this. No. <laughs> Self-deprecation. It's a good way to get some points. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's it. I think we had a good show. We have one more person. Uh, it's a review from Joe. Joe who? Joe Mama. Oh, okay. snap. Anyways. On that note. Um, we'll see you next week. Are we going to do this weekly? Yes, we are. We are? I hope so. I thought that was right. the plan. Oh, now it is. Okay, great. Right. So we'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh, All right, everybody. See you later. All right, guys. You have been listening to... Starfleet Escape Pod on the Four Eyes Radio Network. Follow us on Twitter at SF Escape Pod and like us on Facebook.com slash SF Escape Pod.